You are listening to the Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 102. This is the Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At the Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about investing. You should too. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Scott Wellens, and I'm your host at the Best in Wealth Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping real people. Guess what? That is you, my friend, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a certified financial planner, an educator, and a wealth advisor. Thank you for listening to the show today. I really appreciate you since, well, not since, I've been doing shows for a couple of years now, and then I took a break for three months, but now I've done shows every week for two weeks. But you have to start somewhere when you're rounding the corner on your next 100 episodes of the show. And today's show is family steward diversification. Before I get to that topic of the day, the family and I were headed to Nashville this afternoon. We are heading in the eye of the storm. Why do I say that? Because we live in a suburb of Milwaukee. So we're going to be going right through Chicago this afternoon on our way to Nashville. And I don't know about you, but I feel like the worst times to be driving through Chicago are number one on a Friday. Number two worst time is during rush hour. And my wife's got to work today and she can't get out until 2 or 2.30, which puts us in Chicago on a Friday right at rush hour. That's two. Number three, it's a holiday weekend. This is The triple whammy. We're in big trouble. We're going to be testing our relationship today. Let's get to the topic of the day. Whoa. All right. That was me hitting the wrong button there. If you've been listening to this show for a long period of time, you know that that's not the little intro that I play before we get to the topic of the day. It's something completely different different than that. I hit the wrong button, and but that didn't sound that bad, did it? Maybe we ought to stick with this for a little bit. Uh, the topic of the day, yeah, it is family steward diversification. Now, speaking of Chicago, because in Milwaukee, we don't, we don't have a lot of street vendors. We have some, but Chicago, much bigger city, many more street vendors. And when you're walking down the street, Even maybe at a hot dog stand, you'll see that the vendor might be selling sunglasses and umbrellas as well. I mean, completely unrelated products. And to me, when I look at that, I'm like, well, that seems a little odd. After all, when would a person ever need both items at the same time? Probably never. And that is the point. The street vendors know that when it's raining, it's easier to sell umbrellas, but harder to sell sunglasses. And when it's sunny, the reverse is true. But by selling both items, the vendor is diversifying in his product line. 
The vendor can reduce risk by losing money on any given day. That's street vendor diversification. With us, though, we're investing and we want to diversify. And a lot of you are probably saying, Scott, I know diversification. If you're reading any elementary article about investing, it's going to tell you to diversify. And it's true. Investing in 100 companies is better than investing in one company. And investing in 500 companies is better than investing in 10 companies. But my question to you is, do you have any idea how diversified you are and why are we diversifying to begin with? The why part is easy. If you can get a higher expected return by diversifying, giving you the same amount of risk than if you're just investing in one company or 10 companies or 500 companies, well, then you diversify. I mean, you're only getting paid in the stock market to take risk to begin with. The more risk you take, the higher expected return. But if I can take less risk and get the same expected return than someone with an undiversified portfolio, well, that's the direction I'm going to go in. But it leads us to what exactly is a diversified portfolio? I mean, most of us are invested in mutual funds. Mutual funds is a basket of stocks. So if your 401k has several mutual funds and you're invested in seven or eight of those mutual funds that all hold a basket of stocks, you're probably saying, Scott, I am diversified. I'm turning off this show and I'm saying, slow it, slow it down, slow it down. Because you may not and probably are not and most likely are not diversified the way you should be as a family diverse as as a family diversified as a family steward i mean after all our goal as a family steward is to give our family the best chance for success and build our cornerstones build abundance in what is most important to us and if we can get a higher expected return with the same amount of risk in a family steward diversified portfolio, we ought to look at it. Because if we go back to your 401k and you have a bunch of mutual funds in there, you still may only have, I don't know, 1,000 companies combined, 2,000. Furthermore, a lot of those mutual funds may be holding the same companies as the other mutual funds. So if we add up all of your mutual funds and all of the companies in each mutual fund, maybe there's 2,000. But if you have overlapping companies and a whole bunch of these mutual funds, maybe you only have 1,500. And is 1,500 the right way for a family to a family steward to, to diversify? Heck no. I want to see 13,000 plus names in your portfolio to give you a better chance for success. Do you know? Well, I'm going to tell you at the end how you can find out. Companies is the first level of diversification. And there's four of them. And I want 13,000 plus names in your portfolio. Number two, family steward diversification level is countries. Are you invested in just one country or three countries or 10 countries? Do you know? As a family steward, we should be invested in 44 countries. That's the number of countries that have reliable stock exchanges. And by the way, I have a slide for this. I'm going to post at bestandwealth.com. So go to bestandwealth.com 
and click on the slide that I have for this. And it's basically just all the countries with boxes around them. The bigger the box, the larger the market cap weight of that country. So you know, so the United States has the largest box. The United States has 52% of all the world market cap on the U.S. stock exchanges. Well, that means that's, that there's roughly another 50% of opportunity that's out there. Are we taking advantage of all of the other opportunity? Japan holds 8%, United Kingdom 6%, Germany 3%, France 3%. Canada, 3%. Australia, 2%. The list goes on. Are we investing in all 44 countries? Why? To get a higher level of expected return for the risk that we're taking. That's the goal. Always go back to the goal. If investing in 44 countries is better than 10 countries, let's invest in 44 countries. That's the number two level when we're doing a diversification check for family stewards, 13,000 plus companies, 44 countries. Number three, sectors. And if you're using the market cap weight of all 13,000 of these countries, or companies rather, 44 countries, well then you are diversified amongst the sectors. And when I say sectors, I mean things like healthcare, financials, technology. The big thing that I want to dig into is when it comes to these sectors, we don't know which sectors are going to hit when. So we want to make sure we're holding all of the sectors and not artificially only investing in a couple of the sectors. And we can make this mistake sometimes because in our 401k, we see mutual funds that have technology only or healthcare only. And then we put a a portion of our money in those technology funds. When if we would dig deeper and look at the other mutual funds that we have, we'll see those sectors inside of the mutual funds. So why are we overweighting? Unless there's a good reason, I don't want you to overweight in the sectors. We don't need to go any further back than in 2000. Because in 1999, and trust me, I keep these magazines. I hold on to magazine articles. In 1999, you would read magazine covers that would read something like, and I'm paraphrasing here, are you getting rich like your neighbor? And right below that, it says invest in technology. We were on our tech boom. I mean, how many of you in 1999, when this tech boom was going crazy, could say to yourself, read that magazine cover and not at least think about overweighting in technology when that would be the worst thing that you could do, even though it's what a lot of people did. So that's lesson number three in diversification. Let's be in all the sectors. Let's not pinpoint one or two or three sectors because you never know which sector is going to hit when. So we need to be in all of them. And what you might be saying by now is, Scott, I heard this story before. I still heard this story before. I'm in a bunch of countries. I'm in a bunch of companies and I'm in a bunch of sectors. I'm diversified. But you're missing number four that a family steward needs to pay attention to. So the fourth level of diversification 
And this is going to take several episodes to unpack. But hear me through just real quickly is diversification in the premiums. What do I mean by that? Well, if you've been listening to these podcasts for the last couple of years, you'll know that science points to three different dimensions of higher expected return. That there are certain groups of stocks that behave differently than other groups of stocks. And these groups of stocks are small cap stocks, value stocks measured by relative price, and highly profitable stocks, companies. And I'm going to go through the why in future episodes. But if science tells us that we need to pay attention to these three premiums, that they can add higher expected return, well, then I need to make sure that I'm diversified in all three of these premiums. Furthermore, I need to make sure that I'm diversified in all three of these premiums in every one of those 44 countries. It's the fourth level of diversification for a family steward, one that you may not understand just listening to this podcast. That's why I'm inviting you to go on this journey with me to discover why, number one, these premiums make sense, why they're persistent, pervasive, robust, cost-effective, that as a family steward, we need to be investing in these premiums, but diversifying in all three of them in every country. Because again, When it comes to companies, we don't know which ones are going to hit at what time. When it comes to countries, we don't know which country is going to hit at what time, meaning the countries with the higher level of returns on any given year or companies, higher level of returns on any given year. We have no idea. Science shows us that it is impossible to predict which country or which companies are going to hit at which times. That's why we're invested in all of them, or at least a great deal of them, more than the average investor, because we're not average. We're family stewards. That's why we're in 13 plus thousand, 44 plus countries. And finally, investing in these three premiums, not just one, all three times 44 in every country. And if we can follow these four steps, we are going to be investing like a family steward. And what that means, what that means is we are giving our family the greatest chance for success. There's no guarantees in investing, none. There's no guarantees we're going to live till tomorrow. But what we can do is put ourselves in a position to give us the greatest chance for success. And how we do that is to follow the science. And a family steward is not listening to any opinion, but only the science. And that's what's going to get us there. That's the family steward diversification story. And I bet on that last one, I probably totally confuse you, and that's why you need to continue on this journey with me, this family steward investing journey. 
Because I'm, I'm thinking you probably understood the first three. I don't think you know how diversified you are in the first three. If you are, great. If you don't, we need to find out. And on the last one, diversifying in the premiums, the small, the profitability, the relative price, we're going to unpack all that in the next few weeks. Because for those who have listened before, it's worth looking at again. It is worth it because why? Because knowledge leads to confidence, confidence leads to discipline, and discipline leads to an unbelievable investment experience. And I'm not saying you have to know everything, but you need to know some stuff. So when that roller coaster ride is going upside down or you're going down that big hill, you're not jumping out because that's when you're going to get hurt, my friend. Jumping out. We need to keep this investment experience successful and low stress. And I'm giving, I want to give you an offer right now. All of the listeners out there, I want you to send me an email, scott at bestinwealth.com. And just put in there diversification. In the headline, you don't have to write anything else, just diversification. What I'm going to do is I'm going to respond back with a link, a secure link, encrypted link, where you can upload your investments, either your statements or a spreadsheet or your 401k statement, your IRA statement. And I'm going to do an analysis to figure out how many countries you are in, how many companies you're in, and if you're diversified in the sectors and in these premiums. And if you are, great, but if you're not, we need to figure out how to get you there. I want you to take me up on this offer, free of charge, no problem. In the meantime, I want you to continue to listen to these podcasts moving forward. We have a lot to unpack, but my time is up now. You guys have an awesome week, and I'll see you when? I'll see you on the flip side. I got to go to Chicago in the traffic. Bye-bye. The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellen. Scott Wellens is the principal at Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance and compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer to render personal investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.